0: Hello, and welcome to Marathon Swim Stories, where we connect with marathon swimmers around the world to find out how they got started, what makes them tick, and why they keep going. It's where we explore the human side of the superhuman feats of endurance swimmers, the connections that we have with each other, our support crew, and the waters we cross. If you've ever stood at the edge of a body of water and wondered what it would be like to swim to the other side, you're in good company. I'm Shannon Keegan, marathon swimmer, water relationship coach, and founder of Intrepid Water, where I virtually teach swimming freedom. Freedom to get started, shed the confines of the pool, or your preconceived notions of what's possible. Find out more at IntrepidWater.com. What's one of the most important parts of marathon swim training? If you ask me, first and foremost is swimming technique. Personally, I don't want an injury to keep me from making it to the starting line of my event. And I want to swim for the rest of my life. So I prioritize technique over everything else. But there's another really important part of marathon swim training. And that's the confidence building swims, where you prove to yourself that you can keep going and going and going, even when you thought that you couldn't. Stefan Reinke and I have been running in these marathon swim circles for quite a while. And a few years ago, we happened to run into each other at one of these types of events. In 2018, Sarah Thomas and her friend Carl Kingree put on the inaugural Cliff Backyard Ultra, a special type of endurance event that we'll talk about in this episode. And the Summer Solstice Swim, put on annually by the Alamoana Beach Swim Club, was modeled after the Cliff Backyard Ultra. I hope that you enjoy my conversation today with Stefan Renke in this deep dive on the Summer Solstice Swim. On the island of Oahu in Hawaii, I highly recommend if you're able to make the trip out; it's worth it. Enjoy. I am here today with Stefan Ranky, who we just saw each other in Scar. Did I just butcher your last name? Is it Ranky?
1: It's Ranky is close enough for me. <laughs> okay, better than Kent did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we won't have you relive relive that uh, tragic moment, but. Uh, uh, yeah, so if you haven't already, be sure and listen back to Stefan's Marathon Swim story. But today, we really wanted to highlight the Alamoana Beach Club Summer Solstice Swim. So tell us, Stefan.
1: I'm happy. And thanks for having me back. And I'm sorry, my swim partner, Ryan, couldn't make it this morning. He is our, our the leader of our Alamoana Beach Swim Club. He's We call him the chef from his Olympic experience. He couldn't be here this morning, but I, I'm going to take it. I'm going to try and fill in for him. He is actually not the originator of the the summer solstice swim. It really originated with Hudson Slay, another member of the Alamona Beach Swim Club, who, after I was talking about uh, the Cliff Ultra, which was oh their, yeah. we race. saw
0: the there too, yeah.
1: Well, and and I was planning to do that, and we thought we should do something in Hawaii in preparation for that, just for fun, because it sounds. The cliff ultra is really fun, and it sounded fun. And so we picked the solstice, and we said, let's swim every hour on the hour of full sunlight. So we swam, started at 6 in the morning for the first swim. The last swim was at 6 p.m. And the goal that year was to swim a 2K, a 1,500, or a 1K. We had about five or six people show up, and, and we did it. And it was fun because other people showed up at the beach to watch us do it, friends of ours. So we said, this is a good party. We should do this again. So we did it a second year. And now we're, I think we're on the fifth or sixth year now. I'm not hundred percent sure. And it's, it is a party. It's a group of swimmers getting together to swim. And it, it, it's the core group of the Almond Beach Swim Club puts it on, but it really is put on by the people that show up.
0: Yeah. And when I talked to you, gosh, when was that? Was it 2021? I think it was 2021. Cause it wasn't last year. And I talked to you during your marathons, of joy. Sure you told me about it. It was like, oh my gosh, I need to go swim a bunch. I'm going to go to Hawaii. <laughs> and I talked to my husband and we went out. We made it happen. And what was cool about it is you told me that, you know, some triathletes come, like some people don't maybe run every hour on the hour. Some people. And so my husband felt like liberated because he's not a swimmer. He felt like he just liked the idea of doing something, something every hour on the hour for 12 hours. So it was really neat to be, and I think for him, and it's definitely neat for me to be in a supported environment where your people are just encouraged to do
1: it. Oh, and, and, and as Ryan says, you're encouraged to suffer and to make others suffer. Because it's just fun. And, and the Hawaii swim community is, is is large and small at the same time. So we know people, the triathlon community integrates with the swim community. And we don't have enough events where they're, that are non-competitive where people are getting together. And hanging out all day, and this truly is a, a hangout all day because uh, you start it with all, all kind of peppery and fiery at six a.m. and by about one p.m. you're going, oh, we're going to swim again,
0: <laughs> right? Exactly. Well,
1: again. And, and so you get this kind of a, this whole full day of range of emotions. And at the end of the day, if you've done two k every time, you swim twenty six k that day. That's a pretty long swim. Yeah, that's, I mean, for some of the folks that are listening to you, that you know, that's a training day. But for most people, 26K is a long way to go. And Alamona Beach Park is a perfect place to do this kind of swimming. It is a reasonably protected area that is a thousand meters long from point to point. So you do 2K is down and back. And if you do a thousand, there's actually we have a flag in the middle so you can turn on that flag to do a thousand. And then there's a place you can run. So we have the runners will swim a thousand, run 2K. And every year we've had people do it. And when you think about that, if you run two k an hour for thirteen hours, you ran twenty six k, and you swam thirteen k. That's a that's a pretty good day for training. Yeah. So we call it a good training day, and and, and people show up to swim five k or six k. The coolest thing is when someone will look at you and say, "Hey, I swam twelve k today. That's the most I've ever swum in a single day." Oh my gosh! Yes. You know we're break, so we're breaking some barriers that way, and, we're, and and I'm not just talking about amateur swimmers the person that told me that i'm thinking about and i don't want to mention that that person's by name but she's a world-class swimmer i mean literally went to the world championships in pool swimming oh wow never done a 12k event like that yeah so you know it it, it's just fun it's fun to see people and, and and it's fun to see people suffer too you know when they think this is going to be so easy and they get to two or three in the afternoon and it's just it's just not that easy
0: Did you know that there's more to swimming than just putting one arm in front of the other? You've developed a series of habits over your time in the water. How are those habits serving you? If you'd like to swim faster, but feel like nothing you do in your training helps, or perhaps you're inspired to swim further, but it doesn't seem possible, let me know. You are biologically wired for change, but you can't do the same thing that you've always done it's time for something different. I've created a six-week program to rewire your brain to swim freestyle efficiently, suitable for any level of swimmer. Check out intrepidwater.com to find out more about my introduction to freestyle fundamentals, self-paced, and group coaching programs. Or email me for details. Shannon at intrepidwater.com. Just highlighting what you were just saying, like as a coach, I love the idea of putting on an event someday. I've not been able to do it yet. My 2020 plans were crushed as many of us ours were, but giving people the opportunity to surprise themselves, which is very much what it is because you're supported. It's a well-supported environment. And that just that little to get over that little edge of like, I'm not sure if I could do one more and everyone gets up and you're like, oh, okay, fine. I'll just, I'll just get up one more time. And you just give yourself, it's its like swimming feed to feed, but if you're not a marathon swimmer and you haven't done that before, you get the opportunity to do it in this very supported way where you're encouraged because everyone's getting up and doing it. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing because I, I think it opens up doors for people, which I think is really cool.
1: I think it does. And, 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 and we can't emphasize enough, though. We have no rules. We have no insurance. We have no permits. This is a party. <laughs> there are no t-shirts. There's no entry fee. We only ask that people be polite. And I think that's a mantra I give to swimmers all the time in any event. But you cite, you're looking for other beachgoers. You're looking for other swimmers. You're not just going, you know, as fast and as hard as you can, but you're you're paying attention to your surroundings. And we ask that everybody keep the buoys on their right. And only that's because that's the direction Ryan likes to take buoys. There's no (laughs) reason for it other than him. And I've argued with him at length about it. And we're keeping buoys on the right because, well, he's – the chef of the Alamana Beach Swim Club and I'm just one of the uh, hapless followers <laughs> and anybody's invited we have I know that we already have at least three or four people from the mainland coming out uh, to join us that day and it's perfect training day if you're particularly if you plan on being in Hawaii for a channel we've had people that are planning the Molokai channel come over and swim with us as part of the training partially so they get used to the, the the water temperature and warm. partially it is warm and it's, but it's also just a long day in the sun. And you're going to get that uh, uh, potentially if you do the Molokai channel or any of the other Maui camp, County channels or any of the channels that we have out here in Hawaii. And you can plan your trip, do our swim, take a few days off, and then go do a channel.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. I remember that too now that you mentioned about that. I mean, just the respectful thing. I, I teach us kids swim team, and we're always talking about respecting each other because we all need to remember this all the time. But I do remember in the afternoon when the... Beach population got it got busier, and there'd be paddle paddleboarders in your way. So sighting became a, a much bigger, more important, <laughs> involves part of it. So yeah, it's not a you know a set course and a cleared course, but I think again that's great training because you never know what's going to happen or what's going to pop up in front of you in a swim. So it's nice to be it's real. <laughs> I guess that's what I love about it. At the end of the day, is it's real. It's real swimming. It's real good practice for whatever whatever happens to you along a big swim.
1: It truly is good practice. And and the other thing is, is that if you do four and you say, I'm tired, I'm going to take one off. Well, you can because you get to decide what you want to do, Mm -hmm. but but I will guarantee you that every hour on the hour, there will be a large group of people that are going to be swimming and some will do 2K at the beginning. Some will do 3K Yeah, and some will break down and and say, I've been doing 2K all day, but I can't do that anymore. I'm going to go down to 1K. That's thumbs up on that. We encourage people to come out and do what they want and, and to push their, push themselves, find their limits, suffer a little bit. But at the end of the day, we also want them just to have a good time and enjoy the community, that swim community. So that's why we it's just a party, like I said. Yeah, Everybody absolutely. A self-supported party. Everybody brings their own drinks, brings their own tents, brings their own chairs. And if you're coming from the mainland to do it, go to Costco, buy a tent, buy some chairs, buy a cooler, and you can leave them behind because somebody will use it, I promise you.
0: Yeah, we flew in and we didn't bring it. We didn't stop at Costco, but people were very kind to share their shade and stuff with us. I do remember having to reset my own expectations when I went because I thought I was going to do 3k every hour because I wanted to hit some miles goal. And it took a couple times of being a little bit slow and getting out and seeing the swimmers getting ready to get in again. And I finally clicked over and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. I'm here to like meet people and enjoy people. So I bumped it down from 3K to 2K. And then I had time to reapply sunscreen, hydrate, talk to people. And and that's when I think the real magic happened, when it really wasn't just about me and meeting some mileage goal. I was able to reset that expectation in myself and felt comfortable and supported in doing that. So it's a very awesome event.
1: We we were glad you came out. And you you are a perfect example of the kind of people we want to come out, people that want to challenge themselves, get in a new environment, see a new swim community, but also meet new people and have fun. And so I will guarantee anybody that comes out will get to meet new people. Yep.
0: Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> I guarantee
1: nothing beyond that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Anything else you want to add, Stefan?
1: Uh, nothing. It's on June 17th. If you look on yes. Facebook, it's, there's a there's a post that Ryan wrote because uh, he's a better writer than I am, and it, it it explains what's going on. and And you should feel free to reach out to to Ryan or to me or any other host of the of the event from the Alamoana Beach Swim Club. Be happy to share with you and, and give you some guidance. And Waikiki is right there; it's right by us. The Alamoana Beach Hotel is literally across the street, and so there's it's really easy to get to. If you're military, the Coa is within a couple of kilometers of where we do our events. So uh, yeah, please, please put it on your calendar. If not this year, the year after that, we try and do it as close to the solstice as we can. We uh, work around uh, the jellyfish window, which anybody that's coming to Hawaii, just putting this public service plug, anybody that's coming to Hawaii to do a channel, please look at the Waikiki Swim Club website where they list the jellyfish window and don't plan your trip for the jellyfish window.
0: Oh my gosh, yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, just just think about that when you just do that that kind of due diligence. So we work around that. We also work around the local uh, swim races because during the summer we have a whole series of, of open water swim races. And by the way, if you you have a whole week to spend, you can do a, a, an open water race on the north shore of Oahu, which I think is the very best place to swim in the entire world, personally. And then you can do our summer solstice swim too, and have a make a, a full event out of it. So. I appreciate you your, your having the time to chat with you. See you again. It was great to see what Scar Scar was. I had a great time this year, notwithstanding my failures. Uh, and, and I'm I'm looking forward to Scar next year if Kim will let me in.
0: Oh man, that's awesome! You're such a trooper. The whole time I was there, I was like, uh, Am I? I don't know if I'm. I don't know how people come every year. Stefan's amazing. Like, how does he do this? And then when it was over, I was like, hmm, what if I went back next year? Of course, (laughs) of course, that's how it goes. (laughs) Like, what could I do if I actually trained? I don't know.
1: (laughs) All those things to think about.
0: Exactly. Awesome. Well, have a great time this year. Sorry I can't come and um, we'll see each other on the swim circuit, I bet. I am looking forward to it. Take care. All right. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you were inspired by even just a moment of this story, please share it with a friend. You never know what might push someone out of their comfort zone so that they can find out what they're capable of. And please leave a review with your podcast provider. It truly helps others discover the raw and honest stories of these amazing endurance swimmers. Thanks for listening.